Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the host of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. Speaking of The Pilates Blonde, if you haven't visited my new website, I had it redesigned by a company called Blogdo. It is the blog of my blonde little dreams. Let me tell you, it is so beautiful. This week we have my gluten-free, dairy-free meatball recipe up on the blog. We have my nighttime skincare routine. You can scroll back a little bit for a spaghetti squash recipe, my morning skincare routine. If you guys didn't know, I love skincare and you guys have been begging for my routine, so that's all up there. All right, let's swan dive in to today's topic and it's just getting started. Just start. No one wants to hear you talk about your wildest dreams or your goals or your aspirations. If you talk too long or you talk too much, people stop listening. What I'm asking you to do is to take massive action, to take the first step and to force yourself to take that action in all aspects of your life. What aren't you doing? What If you aren't where you want to be, what aren't you doing to get there? Because what you are doing is not enough. If you haven't achieved your goals, there is no reason for you to be sleeping in in the morning. You guys, I get asked this question all the time and it's like, how do you stay motivated? What do you do to stay motivated? I am not where I want to be. Therefore, I get out of bed every morning with a work ethic because I have a fire in my belly to achieve the goals that I have mapped out, um, that I have written in my day planner, that I've written in my phone. If I haven't achieved those goals, then I have something to work on and I have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. I have a fire in my, like the pit of my soul that I need to ignite the flames to get this shit going. You know, I'm not where I want to be, so I'm not going to settle. And if I am not where I want to be, then I am settling and I'm leaving effort on the table and I'm leaving gas in the tank. And as my friend Rachel would say, here we are all gas, no brakes, all gas, pedal to the floor, no brakes, no letting up because somebody is going to be on your tail. There's always going to be someone who sees what you have or your work ethic, and they are going to be nipping at your heels because they want what you have. But here's the thing. No one can ever be you. So you have to do it in your way. Um, and there's nothing better than work ethic. Like be the person who no one else can outwork. Um, be really, really conscious of your time. Be a little bit selfish with your goals. It's okay. But here's the thing. Most people just don't get started. Okay. We're going to force growth. And in order to achieve achieve your goals, we're going to get started and then we're going to force growth. What do I mean by that? I think the best example is talking about building muscle. It makes the most sense, like logically. So we're going to use that as our example today. Forcing growth. I relate this to the gym and I have a very big female audience. Probably all of you are women who are listening to this and probably all of you have an Instagram account, which is how you know that this episode went live. And most of you probably follow fitness accounts and 50% of the posts that I see on Instagram are how to grow a booty or how to make your butt rounder or how to get a bigger butt. And a lot of them are shenanigans, by the way. You're not going to get a butt with glute repeaters and a resistance band. That's just like not going to happen. 
Um, how do you build a butt? You build muscle, you force growth. How do you force muscle growth? It stare, it stems from tear and repair. So what you're going to do is tear the microfilaments in your muscles, which is soreness, by the way, that's what that feeling is, is micro tears in your muscles. And then we're going to repair them. When we build up that tissue, we build up actual scar tissue and that's what muscle is. It's tear and repair. So how do you tear down muscle? You are going to lift really heavy. You are going to put time under tension. You're also going to use weight. You are going to do low rep. You're going to do high weight. You're going to hypertrophy out those muscles. You're going to go until failure. Um, when you go until failure, you're going to make those micro tears. You're forcing your muscles to tear. When you're forcing your muscles to tear, now we're going to give it all the tools in our toolbox to help them repair. What are these tools? We're going to sleep really hard. We're going to stretch. We're going to hydrate. We're going to eat properly. We're going to eat enough. We're going to eat things that repair muscle, aka protein. We're going to give our body everything that we need to repair. So how do we grow in other aspects of life? We tear and we repair. So you want to grow at work. You need to force growth. How do you force growth? Maybe you need to tear yourself down for a second. How do you tear yourself down? Sometimes it's candid feedback. Sometimes you just need to be told that the sun doesn't shine out of your asshole, you know, and you apply those changes. That's going to be the repair. Then you get a mentor. You do some more research. If you aren't getting started, what is holding you back? Maybe it is the fact that tearing yourself down just a little bit is scary, you know, Asking for feedback is fucking terrifying. Um, being told that you have things to work on sometimes stings a little bit, even if we know we have flaws, even if we have we know we have areas for growth, right? So then we put in the work to repair those little micro tears. It's very, very important that we apply this to every aspect of life and we just get started. The first thing you do is ask for feedback. The first thing that you do is tear down those muscle fibers. Let's relate this to something else, okay? Let's relate this to running a marathon. The first thing that you're going to do is put on your sneakers. You're going to get started. It's that easy. Um, you're going to put on your sneakers and you're going to walk outside. Then maybe you take a walk. That's just getting started, right? Maybe that walk, once you're a little bit warmer, turns into a jog. And maybe that jog turns into a run. And maybe you don't run until three weeks from now, but you laced up your sneakers and that means you got started, which means you're ahead of the game because there's a lot of people who want to run that marathon that are still sitting on their couch, looking at Pinterest, looking at the like couch to 5K whatevers, you know, but you're the one who laced up your sneakers. Why aren't you going for that promotion at work? Because you're afraid you're not going to get it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? In all honesty, what is the worst thing that happens if you go for a promotion and you don't get it? Most people would say you are back to where you started. That's not true. You're ahead of where you started because what you left that interview with was experience. You got feedback. You're in a better place, even if you were told no, than before you tried. And now you have applied feedback. And now you are more qualified for that position because you put yourself out there, right? You just got started. 
If you don't start, you are being complacent. You are settling. And we don't have time to settle. And you are worth more than settling because you are worth more than being mediocre. So treat yourself like it. If you are holding back, you are never going to take that first step, right? So let's talk about weightlifting again. Say you want to squat 225. 225 is an audacious back squat, okay? That shit's heavy. It's a lot of weight on your spine, on your core. There's a lot of things that go into being able to squat that much. Okay, so say you want to squat 225, but you don't even have the proper form in a regular body weight squat. What the fuck do you do? You squat. You just start. You stand up right now from the chair that you're in, unless you're driving, because that is dangerous and probably impossible. I don't know how you could stand while driving. And you do a fucking squat, right? Like whatever is holding you back from achieving your goals is just one step away, right? You just have to make the first move. You're never, if you never start, you're never going to finish, right? The first step is always the hardest. And we talked about this in an earlier podcast episode, probably one of the first podcast episodes, probably one of the first five. And we discussed the commitment cascade. So one positive decision has this snowball effect to create a bunch more positive decisions. So the day you decide to lace up your sneakers and go for that first jog, you come home and you chug two bottles of water. Those two bottles of water were a really healthy decision, right? And because you just ran, you are going to have something really, really nutritious for lunch. Well, that nutritious lunch made your brain function more properly in your afternoon meeting when you're normally really, really sleepy and you reach for caffeine. Instead, you had a green apple at lunch, which definitely stimulates energy sources. And your boss was really, really impressed and gave you great feedback after that meeting. So then when you go home, you're fatigued because you ran first thing this morning before work and you're really, really proud of yourself for everything that you accomplished today. So you go to bed early. That's the commitment cascade. One positive decision to lace up your sneakers and go outside. You also went outside. So now you're grounded in like nature and the earth and fresh air. And that also stimulates brain function. So you made all of these tiny micro decisions that led up to an amazing day. And because today went so fantastic for you, you're going to do the same thing again tomorrow. And then you're going to do the same thing again next week. And before you know it, you're training for a marathon. You got a promotion at work. People respect you. You're the first person that's called upon when something needs to be done. And your life changed because one day you decided to lace up your sneakers. It's that easy. A body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays at rest. So if you're sitting on your couch listening to this and you haven't gotten up yet, I urge you to do something, do 10 jumping jacks, do anything to propel yourself forward. If you haven't um, applied for that job or taken that spin class, do something today. Just start. Just start on your way to your goals because once you get that ball rolling, it just keeps going. The hardest part is getting that momentum started. And you are capable of getting that momentum started and you're going to do so today. So I also realized in my, so one thing that I do in the morning that has really, really changed the game for me is set aside one like chunk of my morning to 
reading, journaling, meditating. And what I realized is even when I spend just five minutes, if I only spent five minutes a day working on one of those three things, if I add that up for the entire year, it adds up to 30 hours, which is almost a whole work week. Think about that. If you spend five minutes, say you just go for a five minute walk, that means you're going to walk for 30 hours total the entire year. In that same breath, if you spend five minutes on Instagram, think about it. How much time do you spend on Instagram? I spend way more than five minutes on Instagram every day. It adds up to over 30 hours every single year. So what we're going to do is swap out that Instagram time for some sort of productivity time. Maybe it's sitting down and having a conversation with your spouse at the end of the day. That's 30 more hours of connection. Maybe it's taking five extra minutes to make sure that you're reading your child a bedtime story every single night. Maybe that five minutes is in bed, just practicing gratitude and being thankful for the fact that you woke up this morning. Something that's going to propel you forward and spend 30 hours a year on whatever that may be for you, propelling you forward. I'm going to end with my favorite quote in the universe. If you've taken my class, if you've listened to my podcast, if you watched my Instagram story, you've probably heard me say this about 10 trillion times. But today I'm going to do what others aren't willing to. So tomorrow I can do what they are not capable of. Guys, if I got a tattoo, that is 100% what it would be. It would probably be on my right bicep, on the inside, close to my soul. Um, I truly, truly, truly believe that if I put in just five minutes more effort, that those five minutes are going to propel me forward. If I just get started, if I just lace up my sneakers, if I just do one squat, if I just ask for feedback, I am so much further in my life and in my personal development than I would be if I stayed on the couch, sat quietly and complacently. Is that a word? Complacently? Complacent? I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, you guys, that's what I have for you. Today, we are just going to get started. We are going to do whatever it takes to spend five minutes propelling ourselves forward. As always, guys, feedback is a gift. Slide in my DMs. Share this with your friends. Like, rate, subscribe. When you guys um, like leave a review on the podcast, it helps the podcast grow, which is very, very helpful to me. Um, and to you, because that means I can give you more. Um, yeah, guys make good choices. Look both ways. I love you the most.